Um, hey. Um, I've been told my voice is very sexy, so I'm hoping it still is. Today's episode is going to be a dive into <laughs> um oh how I molded into who I am today. It's going to be about Ignatius and my high school experience. So today's episode is going to be called Homecoming Self-Harm. And let's get into it. So I've divided these two episodes. I'm going to talk about my first two years of high school versus my last two years of high school. And high school was a roller coaster, y'all. Um, it wasn't even that long ago. So, I mean, but every second of it was like adrenaline. I was in my rush era. Eh. My rush era. I mean, I still am in my rush era, right? If you know what I mean. Um, so, I mean, I've already talked about this a lot, but like, I, the reason why I kind of got sent to Ignatius was because. I, my brothers, like, went there, both of my brothers. So, one of my brothers was, like, the very popular, like, sporty one. Like, everyone loved him. The other one was, like, the smart gamer, like, quiet one. Nobody really knew him. And then there was me. At first, I didn't have a problem there. Well, I had a problem, but, like no one else, like, saw me as a problem. So, I am dead. I... <laughs> I remember starting high school um, with no friends. It was so scary to start over. It's giving me a little anxiety thinking about it now. <laughs> starting over meant I could be anyone I wanted to be and Taylor Swift had just released Look What You Made Me Do at the time and that song lit a fire under my ass I was in my make everyone pay era and that's what I did with my four years in high school I rose to the occasion I will go down in history. I mean, gotta feed my ego, Ma. I mean, it's true. Who the fuck did it better than me? So, it started off rough. I didn't know where I belonged yet in this campus. I mean, it was a Catholic school, all boys Catholic school, so... It was definitely easy to get lost. There was a lot of different groups. I dressed very plainly. Think of someone with a side part, brown hair, brown eyes, a bomber jacket, a crew neck, and khakis. 
<laughs> Ew, that makes me so uncomfortable. But it's true. I mean, the it's true. So I have already talked about this, that I was self-harming during my first year of high school. Um, so that's that. I mean, there's not really much to say about it. It was a dark time in my life. I definitely still have scars now a days. Um, and yeah, you can't take it back, yo. You just gotta see it as a reason to keep going. You survived. So you could do, you could do more, you know? Possibilities are endless. So, I just remember, like, being so attracted to everyone in my grade. And the guys older than me, too. It was just, like, I was thrown into this school. And my parents, like, always were like, we knew you were gay all the time. And then it was like, they sent me to this school. Like, I never found out what their motive was. I'm hoping it was because of um, financial aid, but, like, I always get that sick idea that it's, like, maybe they were trying to, like, straighten me out, you know? Maybe they were trying to make me into, like, this Catholic boy, this weirdo that I've seen other people turn into. L-O-L. But, I mean, it didn't fucking work, so, as we know. <laughs> so I wasn't taking art at the time. I was so lost at the beginning. I was just, like, so unmotivated and so uninterested. I remember it being such a cold time in my life, temperature-wise, and, like, just isolating, I didn't really talk to anyone, and I was, like, odd. If you meet me, I'm, like, odd. I'm so sorry. Dance Moms is still on, and I'm watching it. And it gets really intense at times. And my mouth is open. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean... If you know me, I'm odd. I say weird things. I mean, that's normal. But, like, it's hopefully funny at the end of the day. So, I mean, at the beginning, people were probably like, who the fuck is this? Like, what is he talking about? Like, why did he bring that up? Like, what? Like, what? what, what, what? So, I definitely was not making friends at the beginning. And everyone kind of knew I was gay at the beginning because my voice. I got that chance to keep it like low when I like now I'm really thinking about my voice because people were <laughs> I'll get into this give me a second um yeah because I had that drop that deepening of my voice around like sixth grade and then I hung out with girls all the time so then I like <laughs> I like what's the word like adapted it to sound more feminine mimicked it to be more feminine so that's funny as fuck so when I got to school 
I'm sure everyone knew. My brother drove me to school at this time in my life. It was me, Aiden Krasachik, and my cousin in the back seat. And I hated this ride, and it was Nate Stoltman, too. It was the worst group of people, bro. My brother and them, and just, my brother would never let me put the radio on. And if I forgot my um, earbuds one day, I would hate the day. Waiting for him to get to the car was also the worst because it was so cold again. And just, I hated our uniforms. It was like a button-up shirt with a tie. And it was just so uncomfortable and so restricting. And I didn't start breaking the dress code until, like, later in my career, you know, when I felt, like, braver. So, I started making friends, and they were, like, the questioning people. I feel like this gives away a lot of the um, closeted people. But the people I first made friends with were the people that were gay. It makes so much sense when you think about it because no, because that's their opportunity to like get away with getting to know someone at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, should I out someone right now? I mean, I don't have to say his last name, but like Samir and me started, we were friends because math class. And, like, bitch, I'm fucking dead, but, like, we always sent nudes. I mean, I'm, he's my type. I won't lie. So, that was <laughs> a sleigh, I guess. <laughs> um, and, like, who else? Like, other people I met, like, in gym class. But I had the meanest people in my freshman gym class. People were always, like, Making jokes, being like, why he's staring? And I'd be like, girl, because why the fuck not? They put me in this fucking locker room. I wasn't being like a perv, but like, fucking, you're looking around. Like, the fuck? Hello? Everyone's gay as fuck at that school. Like, I'm dead as fuck. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that happened. I also started French freshman year. And <laughs> French was so funny. Shout out Madame. She was crazy as fuck. This woman would carry these big ass, I swear to God, they were Trader Joe's bags, like the reusable ones, with like her textbooks in it. And it was like, bitch, why are you carrying these to school every day? It was like, what is in here that you're carrying so much of? Because I know you ain't great in that much work. And she would, like, waddle side to side because she was so short. It was just, like, girl. It just didn't make fucking sense, bro. That's how I knew I was living in the simulation is when I saw this bitch waddling across the campus in the morning <laughs> to get to glass. And I think I had it first period freshman year because I I always remember sweating the most for that class because everyone would make fun of my voice like they would just be like gay and like it got under my skin I couldn't be as strong as I am today 
without like all their the stupid bullying. Like, thank God. It wasn't is it could have been worse, so but I always remember like not being able to go into the bathrooms during like switching classes because they were full. Like urinals just don't make sense, bro. Like why can't we just have stalls? Like it's so gay. Like bitches would be standing next to each other even though like all the urinals would be open. Like it just it was I mm, I ooh. I couldn't. Mackenzie's so cute. I'm so sorry. Mackenzie makes me... I know I said that I probably never want to have kids, but, like, if Mackenzie was, like, my daughter, like, I would make sure that girl gets the goddamn world. She's so... Ooh, she's so goddamn cute. And she's so talented, yo. Everyone shit on her all the time. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about in this episode. We're talking about high school. And... I was never a good student. I mean, I was mediocre. And I stayed, like, behind the line the first year. I mean, there was, like, slip-ups where, like... I mean, I wasn't closeted. What am I talking about slip-ups? Bitch. There were, like, times where I would, like, be like, are you gay to, like, other people? And, like, they'd be like, no. But, like... (laughs) It was funny as fuck. What was like, girl? Hello. Um. But I had this friend. His name was Aiden Kursachik, and we were friends for like our entire lives until recently because I had a dream about this the other night, where I recorded an episode about him on the podcast, and then I went home to see him, and now I'm getting like dream vision. So I always was convinced he had a crush on me. And everyone agreed with me. I won't lie. Everyone thought he was a little fruity. I mean, except his mother. His mother always bullied me and would be like, he's not gay. Like, I don't know why you have to gaslight him. But, like, homeboy was touchy as fuck with me. Like, it's fine. I think we've talked about this. But I'm going to... I'm going to speak my truth. Um, So he was touchy as fuck all the time. And would always talk to me at school. And we were such good friends. And we would share everything with each other. Hang out all the time. He would always like pick me up if I was drunk or something. He was a really good friend. And obviously I got feelings for him. Because every tragic gay love story is like. You fall for someone bro. Like the fuck hello. You fall for someone. And I fell so goddamn hard. On the pavement, I fell. And it's just like, I don't know. It went to hell later on in our years. But at this time, we were really good friends. His family and I. And I trusted that man with my soul. Now he's in the military. He's in the Navy. But let's see what else I want to talk about. I like 
the first two years were, like, not exciting, to be completely honest. I feel like homecomings were, like, they wouldn't let you take boys to homecoming. Like, same sex was not allowed at our school. Um, and at the time, I, like, didn't think anything of it. I was like, I'll just take a girl. So, I mean, it was just always me hanging out with, like, the thing that was so hard these first two years is because everyone just moved on. I had all these friends that were like, we're going to stay friends forever. We're going to do all this, all these things together. And, like, we just didn't. They, like, just left me in the dirt. And I was drowning at this all-boys school. Like, the Beaumont girls, snakes. LOL. Turned out to be, like, my worst. Like, I wasted so much energy on those girls. They were all so two-faced. And just horrible human beings. LOL. Like, girl, that one annoying girl from Beaumont that, like, supported gun rights and, like, weird shit like that and was conservative Celine. I'm screaming. L-O-L. I remember her. But, like, everyone else sucked there. They all used me at the beginning. They were like, bring me to Ignatius prom. Do this. Do this. Do this. And I did because I was like, I want to stay friends with these people. But then they left me high and dry. And it really hurt my feelings because I thought I had a good connection with them. But then they just traded me for, like, boys and, like, popularity instead of staying true to their roots. It literally sucks so much because after moving to New York, like, I've seen these people change so much. Like, I've always been changing, but, like, they've changed in, like, negative ways. I've changed in, like, a discover, discover, discovered, discovery, right? Oh, my God, that sounds so weird. How would I word that? And, like, a self, like, a self-discovery, self-bitch, I don't know. Like, I learned through my experiences. They just, like, changed for the worst. In high school, they, like I said, wanted to just be popular and, like, start drinking. But I had already been drinking. And, like, everyone just followed what I did. To be honest. Which was kind of funny. So I just kept it problematic and like said out of pocket shit all the time. Which was, girl, whatever. I mean, I slayed as fuck. Um, but like nowadays they're turning into like moms. Like they all stayed in like fucking Ohio. And they just go home and see each other and drink. And it's like, do you hang out with anyone new? Like, do you know anything about life? I cannot wait to see these bitches go into real life. Like, I get some of them are going to have, like, their parents' money. But, like, I cannot wait to see them on their own, though. Like, they're just going to have no clue what to fucking do. LOL. Like, oh, God, it's going to be so good. It's going to be such good I'm going to get the popcorn out. I'm, it's going to be, ooh. It's going mm, to be so cunt just to watch them all flop. LOL. But, yeah. 
Beaumont people sucked. And I really never knew West Side people. Um, because I found my friends eventually. Like, sophomore year, I started hanging out with the gays. I mean, I went to, like, the gay club. The LG. We had a gay club at our school, and this is when I started going to it. Um, the LGBTQ plus the what alliance it was called alliance oh my god i almost forgot it was um hosted by sydney reagan um honestly not a huge fan of hers um i feel like she was very opinionated um which was good and bad but at the end she was not very supportive she thought she had done everything right which I do not think she has done right 100% of the time. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm just being honest. So, because she hated on um, our one friend, Jerome, for, like, going to, like, JCU, or, like, she would, like, was making all these jokes to be, like, go to, like, go to college, or, like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It was, like, so fucking rude all the time. And it was, like, girl, like, you don't need to go to college to, like, succeed in life. But, like, LOL. Okay, girl, if that's what you think. But she was very helpful in ways with, like, educating me in my sex life. Like, I didn't know anything about, like, PrEP or, like, HIV because... Our school fucking didn't teach us shit. They were silent all the time on anything, everything gay. No word ever because they were scared they were going to lose money or something stupid. They were going to lose students. They were going to taint their reputation. Like, girl, okay. They didn't even like, they didn't even like promote the Alliance Club. Like, they hid it in the back of everything if it had to be out there. Like, it was embarrassing for the school. And, like, girl, obviously there was going to be gay kids. It's an all-boys school, but they wanted to act like it wasn't a problem and that it could just go away. Because before I even got there, there was just, like, case after case after case of, like, priests molesting, like, boys there and someone actually killed themselves at Ignatius because they were transitioning and someone was everyone was so rude to that student that they drove them to kill themselves and I literally remember hearing that story and being like so horrified because they promised that they um like, changed or whatever, and they were so supportive, but, like, that's so not true. And, like, I just remember, like, everyone being, like, making fun of, like, this was, like, my freshman year, and, like, they would say the alliance. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you... (laughs) <laughs> Please, I can't laugh. It hurts. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Um, of course, it has to happen. 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sick. Um, maybe I should cut back in a second. <laughs> Bro, I <laughs> am in so much pain. But anyway, yeah, people... <laughs> I was laughing way too hard, bro. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep that in there because it was funny. Um, people would laugh at the announcements and, like, make fun of it because they'd be like, donuts, like, come get a donut. And people would be like, you're gonna get HIV if you go to this meeting. People were so mean and would just say the most out-of-pocket shit. And just, like... Obviously, I don't want to say some of the shit they would say, but, like, it was so fucking stupid and just redundant. And everyone thought they were so funny. Like, girl, it was, like, grow up. Like, they were all playing, like, football, like, grabbing each other's ass and, like, wanted to, like, talk about this shit. And I was like, girl, okay, let's, mm, okay. But... Yeah, I mean, and I guess, like, sophomore year, I, like, upped my style game, and, like, I think I got my first, like, I started piercing my ears, and I was, like, happier, and I wasn't, no, I was self-harming, I was gonna say, I was gonna say I wasn't, but I was, I mean, yeah, so... I mean, I just felt, like, freer. Growing up with such a, like, like a crazy thing. Being, like, expressive and everything was, like, I mean, that's why I woke up every day. Because I had taken all that negative energy for so long it was like why not take some more just to like show other people like it's okay which is not a good I know I did it for the people I did it for the the art I did it for the poetry but like the fact that I did that for so long was so selfless um I still am. I still try to be. I would say I am. Just in a more restricted way now. But back then it was just... I didn't realize how it was gonna... How much it was gonna burn me out. It was just... I'm dead as fuck that I farted still. Um... Yeah. But I'm really trying to brainstorm and think about what else happened sophomore year. I mean, homecoming was like the same thing again. Like, just people wanted me to take them, and I just didn't want to. I don't know. I mean, I had friends this time around. I remember going to homecomings, like, drunk. <laughs> I would literally go drunk as fuck because they were so boring. Everyone's so hyped about them. And I was like, girl, why? I was like, I'm in so much pain.
I'm literally never letting anyone touch my ass again. The fact that I, oh god, this is gonna make me derealize so much. The fact that I have to live like this forever now, it's crazy. Um, but I'm cooking pasta because I should take these meds with food. Um, but yeah, I mean, the TV is so loud. Like, first two years, I wish I would have taken more advantage and I wasn't so restricted my first two years of high school. It was just me holding on to how things used to be. I don't know why I'm always like that. Instead of just staying present. I mean, I know how to move on. I just like reflecting on the past. I wouldn't say that's not moving on. It's just an artist's way of pulling from their portfolio. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can try and think about the kids that I had crushes on. I mean, <laughs> LOL. I always had crushes on, like, the popular athletic boys. Summer year was when I started to get, like, obsessed with, like, jock-type people, you know? And it was such a sexual awakening time in my life. Because before that, I really didn't know what, like, like sex intercourse was. My scale is, like, intercourse is, like, hooking up. Sex is, like, passion. Hooking up. And, like, love is, like, making love. You know? So, like, that was... When I got to school, like, intercourse, I started thinking about. It was so... Oh, it was... I don't even know. I'm dead as fuck because I definitely feel like a lot of my sexual life in high school was spent on the phone. I wish I also didn't have a phone during high school because a lot of people would just chat me on the phone and like send nudes instead of coming up to me in school and asking to like hook up or do something, you know? I'd rather have done that than just send something over the phone. Like, people got away with so much in high school because of it. Like, and especially me, because I, I kept a lot of that shit, too. Like, I screenshotted a bunch of it. And they just would have saved so much more time if they would have just came up to my ass in person. I'm dead as fuck. Like, girl, who else did I have a crush on, though? I don't even know who I had a crush on. There was, like, a few. Like, I always had a crush on someone because I was such a hopeless romantic in high school. But, like, no one ever liked me back, so. No, actually, that's not true. What am I talking about? LOL. I'm such a... 
I shoot myself down too easily. There was someone I really liked in high school. And I don't feel like outing him because I still talk to him, so. He's... I mean, yeah, I mean, he's taking his time. I respect him. If I like someone and I think they're genuinely taking their time, like, I will not out them. But, like, if I think they're just doing it, like, maliciously and, like, self-destructively, like, I will out someone's ass. I think that's fair. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, girl, you don't get to, like, cause someone else the mental disturbance and gain something from it. Like, that's, no, not fair, not right. But, yeah. What else happened sophomore year? We had a lot of, like, church in school. I always hated that. We always went to church. And that was, like, fucking... It was just stupid. Was this Christmas on campus? Was that the year that I got? No, I think that was. Oh, wait a fucking minute. Ma, I thought that was junior year. Oh, I guess that was sophomore year. Um, so I wasn't the only person who did this, but. And this definitely wasn't the only time that I did this shit. But I got, so we had Christmas on campus, and the whole point of the day is literally to just go to school and be stupid and just help out kids in the community. It's basically just, like, white people getting in the news by doing something stupid. And it was like, girl, um, okay, if we really want to help, like, why don't we actually, like, do something, something? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was always just felt so, like, produced. Like, it felt so unreal. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but... Yeah, so I showed up to school with a mason jar of that handle I was talking about earlier. In the earlier episodes, um... And I filled my coffee with that shit. And when I tell you I got shit-faced at school, I will not lie. I was shit-faced. We, the funniest thing is, I carried that, um, like, mason jar in my book bag. And my whole class knew I was drinking. Like, I don't know why anyone let me, but, like, my whole class fucking knew that I was drinking. And this is at the time when I was friends with Alex. So, like, I was wilding. And we were walking to this place. And, like, everyone was, like, whispering. And, like, I knew the teachers found out. So I, like, fucking had to throw this mason jar, like, down the street when no one was looking. And, like, it was a glass mason jar. Like, like I'm dead as fuck. But, like, I got to the school. And I smelled, like, bourbon. Or whiskey. I literally can't remember what it was. I think it was... I literally think it was whiskey, though. No, it was bourbon, bro. It was literally bourbon. Because I wrote so many poems about that bourbon handle. But I literally... It was so bad. 
and all the students that year on Christmas at campus were like, is that a boy or a girl? And I was like, girl, why do people even say that? That is so terrible to think about once you think about it. Like, why are kids growing up asking that question? Why, what in their mind at that age are they registering? Is that a boy or a girl? Like, what is the defining characteristics in a young mind that separates a boy and a girl? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why does it fucking matter anyway? What are your parents teaching you? What is school teaching you? And I swear the teacher, like, didn't do anything about it. I was laughing because I was drunk as fuck, but... Anyway... And I literally remember getting a ride home from someone that day. And I literally had to tell them I was drunk as fuck. And I got home and I fucking passed out in my sister's bed. And then, yeah, I don't know. That was a rough day. I think I had, no, I didn't have to work. But yeah, I was working after school um, at the time. So come on, you racies. But... I'm trying to think about what else happened sophomore year. I mean, I wrote this poem about the Kardashians that, like, everyone... It was so mortifying because I have the worst... Well, I've always had the worst anxiety, but I never knew it until someone pointed it out. And then I really went down the rabbit hole because I would have been fine if someone never... That's how my brain works. Like, if you drug my drink, please don't do this because... Yeah, please don't do this. But if you drug my drink and I drink it, I will not be able to tell. But if you come up to me after I drink it, and you're like, I drugged your drink, look. This is why it tasted like that, or like, this is why you feel like that. I would lose my mind. I would start having the worst anxiety attack. It would be, yeah. So, yeah. What was I talking about? That ass? I don't know. My Oh, my anxiety being bad. Um. So, I... Would always be like, is there a sweat stain on my butt? Like, is there a shit stain on my butt? Like, is there a pee stain on me? Like, I couldn't do it. And <laughs> so I wrote this poem, and I read it in front of my class. And it was like a good poem. It was like a jokingly, it was like a joke poem. And they're yelling at each other on Dance Moms. Why are they playing, like, the this music? They always call her fat, and that's, like, the only excuse. I'm dead. So, anyway. Yeah, so I literally... We read the poems outside, though. And it was so cold. And snot dripped from my nose, you guys. All the way down to the ground. Like, it did not break until it hit the ground. Like, that's how much snot came out. Because I'll, like, go like that and, like, snot will just, like, get backed up so much that, like, so much will come out. So, if you're around me and I'm doing that, like, back the fuck out. Like, you know what's going to happen. But that's so funny. I forgot about that. Um, what else was happening at school? I mean, ooh, I could talk about my... Well, that was senior year, but... I always started drama, and 
honestly, I wasn't, I'm not ashamed of that. I mean, I did it in like a calling out people way, which was, which was a good thing. Okay. So I created this fag book to give myself attention. It basically had, I mean, I had a pretty good knowledge of like all the gay kids at the time. So like I made this book and I was like, these are all the gay kids. It was like the burn book, but of like gay kids, it was called the fag book. And I posted it on my social media because everyone always saw my social media. Somehow me and Alex's social media always got around. Like, my nudes went around like crazy when they first got out. Like, oh my god, they got out like crazy. I was sweating so much that night, but I made this book. And that's kind of how I made my name at the beginning, is when I started being problematic. Because then everyone was like, who is this? And then all the popular kids started talking to me. So, honestly, I ate, so... <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for being so problematic. It definitely taught me a lot, too, because you don't need to do crazy shit like that to get attention. You don't need to start crazy shit. Nowadays, I've done all this crazy shit so I can just be normal and talk about it and I'll get noticed. But so maybe I am just lying right then and there. Maybe you do need to do crazy shit to get noticed. Because, like. No, I feel like, no, that's so false. Because I'll go out in, like, a pretty makeup face, and you just got to be polite and, like, pretty and cute and fucking just, like, a human being, yo. Like, the f what the fuck am I even talking about? <laughs> you do not need to be... <laughs> <laughs> do crazy shit to get noticed definitely doesn't work in New York um so yeah I mean then at this time in my life none of the administration knew me I was like in the clear I was just problematic among the students and I always got along with like the cafeteria women I would always, like, kiki with them. Like, the staff all knew me. Like, they loved me. They always thought I was so nice, which I was, and genuine. Because I always asked people how their day was. And, like, when the tables turned, like, it went to hell. Like, there were some people that did not talk to me after everyone talked about me at school. Like, I mean... Oh, fucking well. My favorite place in the school was the fucking library, though. The library. Mrs. P was my angel. I started wearing, like, simple makeup to school. Sophomore year. And I would do my makeup either in the car, on the way to school, or in the library. And... It was... I mean... <laughs> And it was, it was slay. I'm trying to think now. The computers, like, charge you to print shit. But I was like, where the fuck was, like, how was I paying for that? Like, I didn't have any money on my account. I don't understand how we were printing shit out. Um, 
But, yeah. I mean, then, at, like, towards the end of my sophomore year is when I really, like, only hung out with the gay kids. And we started, like, feeding off each other's energy and just being good vibes and positive and, like, boosting each other's confidence. And we all just were, like, expressing ourselves. So, I mean, things only went uphill from there. Definitely made the best friends in life that I'll ever have. So. The fact that it's 9.42 already. And I'm just cooking dinner. And I'm procrastinating going to get the pasta because I'm recording this podcast. Is so funny. But. There was also Mr. Sanders' office. I would always sit my ass in there because I was so problematic. It started getting worse during junior year. I would go back more. But, like, I hung out with all the kids that would go in there. And the way that the administration treated the, um, just black kids in general, to be honest, was, it just didn't fucking make sense. The fact that they, I always see those movies where, like, the white kids are, like, super racist towards the black kids in, like, schools like this. And they just, like, justify it because they want to be popular. And, like, I swear that was going on at our school. I never had the insight of, like, the popular kids, but, like, I knew what was going on. I mean, guys were just never, like, sharing about their emotions. So, I mean, I was, so everyone knew how I felt all the time, but, like, they didn't. And then, yeah, I mean, I just was doing wacky shit that entire year, I guess. And, yeah, I guess what I learned from freshman and sophomore year was, like, sometimes it takes time to start over again to, like, to, like, reestablish where you want to start, how you want to build the skyscraper. Um, I mean, it's not a bad thing to start over. I mean, I'm definitely glad I did it. I mean, there was ways that I was forced to, not willingly. Like when everyone stopped talking to me, Belmont girl-wise, because I was problematic. So they completely isolated me. And I hung out with, I wish that I would have spent more time with my high school friends instead of my childhood friends. Because they always hung out. There was just the east side and west side border in between us. That's also what sucked. When I wasn't driving as a sophomore, I didn't get the opportunity to hang out with like all those kids. Because it was so far and like obviously I didn't have a parental figure or sibling that was willing to drive me 40 minutes to go hang out with someone to have to pick me up later. Because the transit in um, fucking Ohio sucked. I would take that shit for school, home from school sometimes, and it just was not fun alone. Like, 
if you missed your stop, like, you were fucked. Like, if you had to wait for that train, like, you were fucked. I'm gooped and gagged. It reminds me so much of, like, just it not being the subway. Like, how it just reminds me of how different things are. But, like, it was a cute neighborhood where I was. I say that confidently. I mean, I just remember learning nothing in sex ed. Learning nothing in sex ed and then just going around Ohio City after school and just being goofy all the time and not taking my grades seriously because why the fuck would I? But, yes. So stay tuned for next episode. I'm going to be talking a lot about my last two years at Ignatius, um, the toxic culture I dealt with, um, going to the news, um, and just the pain and isolation I put myself, not, not me gaslighting myself, that I put myself through, girl, no, that I tolerated, I need to start being kinder to myself, so... I mean, thank you again for tuning in on this journey of Fragments of Frank. Today's episode was sponsored by, um, itch cream. If your, <laughs> if your herpes are itching, girl, I'll never stop making that joke. I'm so sorry, but like, please. <laughs> So, mwah, mama, thank you.